This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way you to dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little snickerdoodles. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. I'm getting a weird look. Is it about the carb? I don't feel good with the carb. I feel like we've definitely used that. I know. You know, okay. If only you guys. Hello, Gary. Hello, Allison. Hi, Matt. What's up? Hey, Chris. Yes. Hi, Jenna. <laughs> hey. If only you guys knew with the kind of pressure that was in my head before I said hello, because I was going to go with pecan sandies, which are, you know, a familiar little cookie. And then I was like, I just. Like, I had decided on it, and then I'm like, I'm not going to think about it anymore. Pecan sandies. And then. As we got closer to it, I was like, I don't feel good about it. It's not a fun or exciting carb. I want to do something better, maybe crab rangoons. I know oh I've God. done that. I know I've used that. And then I was like, wait, maybe I was like, it'll just it'll just come to me in the pressure. And I was like, Vienna sausages? No, that's that's not even a carb. Well, I mean, there's probably carbohydrates. There's probably cornmeal in it. And then I was like, Vienna fingers? That's another cookie. And then I just suddenly, suddenly it was time to go. It was go time, and my mind was a blank. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't see anything. Nothing came to me except snickerdoodles. I thought I saw your eyes roll back into your head as that intro started. <laughs> I was like, Here what is this? Were you about to hold a mirror under my nose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway... <laughs> Gary, you're correct. I have used Snickerdoodles before. I just used Cheese Doodles. So in a sense, this All is the doodles thing. are covered. As it was happening, I did have the good sense to think I'm making a doodle theme. <laughs> <laughs> but what else is there besides Snickerdoodle and Cheese Doodle? Rockadoodle. Although that's a no. movie. Yankee. Rockadoodle? Yeah. What's amazing that? Dom Blues cartoon. cartoon movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know if that I mean is chicken a carb because it's about birds and stuff. A cartoon no. chicken? Chicken is definitely not a carb. Damn. I'm trying to think of other doodles. Doodle? Other doodles. Wasn't Magna Doodle, wasn't that like a kid's toy? Again, yeah. not a carb. Are you I'm thinking of just any just doodles? doodles? No, I'm thinking of specifically like doodles. Like food? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Food doodles. Onion yeah. doodle. Onion just... <laughs> I don't know. Green bean doodle. <laughs> Cream of mushroom doodle. There you what go. Bean, what mm. makes a doodle, I think, is really the larger question that here. Is the, right. What, like in a cheese doodle, what's, where what? does the cheese end and what the doodle begin? And what is the similarities between a cheese doodle and a snickerdoodle? Because they're clearly from the same family. Maybe it's just the ele- the, the addition of carbohydrate. Aha. Uh-huh. In which a, in case a magna doodle is like magna and carbohydrate <laughs> well snickerdoodles confusing all around because there are no snickers in right snickerdoodles. you're right it's just like a cinnamon sugar totally right lost. so screw that cookie that's what i say i'm bringing green bean doodle to the next potluck <laughs> magna doodle Macar- well, macaroni was- doodle is there macaroni doodle no Sorry. but there should be but magna doodle wasn't that that toy where you'd write on it and it, there, maybe there was like some magnet action or something. Yep. Yes. That was pretty cool. And there's a little slider that you yes. kind of like slide to erase that w- it. That was pretty cool. But I'm trying to imagine showing that to my seven-year-old nephew. <laughs> and the look he would give me like, fuck you, old man. Where's my iPad? Like, <laughs> Ooh. Wait. We have a clip of you? Did I? Oh, this is the clip that I asked you to 
I asked you to make a clip of yourself, right? Hey, Allison. Uh, first heard of you through Corolla's podcast and just started listening to ARI Web event. Can I hear that again? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't cut a shorter version, so. It's okay. Hey, Allison. Uh, first heard of you through Corolla's podcast and just started listening to ARI Web event. And like. <laughs> <laughs> Keep uh, laughing over it. Extra letters in there. <laughs> so how is everyone doing? Good. Tired. Looking forward to some travel. Yeah, we are going to Chicago and Buffalo. <sighs> yeah, you are. In um, we'll Febu- in Jan- February? Yeah. yeah I'm Don't a little concerned <laughs> about it. I'm, I'm wondering what kind of cold weather gear do we need? I actually emailed Giovanni to, to ask, and he... First of all, I love him because he's going to pick us up from the airport and he's going to have coffee and 100-calorie snack packs in the car with him and hand warmers possibly. Typical um, Geo. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need him to by take me up mean, everywhere. Why would you mean awesome and well-prepared for stuff It's going to be cold. I've, <laughs> I saw a picture of a toilet in Chicago that was frozen. Great. The, the toilet water was frozen. It's going to be like in the mid-20s. That sounds fun. Frozen toilet water? Something that like sounds a challenge. fun. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> that actually would sounds be like kind a, of fascinating. Yeah. Sounds like a mess. Yeah, I suppose. Ew. Well, it depends what number we're talking about. Don't pee barefoot. I was going to say, as a guy, it's pretty fun to pee on ice cubes when they're in the urinal. So I imagine a completely frozen over toilet, that's just like one big ice cube to, it is a, to tear down. It is a treat for us guys to walk into the urinal and it's filled with ice cubes. Yeah. You see, I've never had that what joy. What a treat. Yeah, it's but amazing. you wouldn't that's, – that's fine, and I'll agree with that. But you wouldn't want to pee onto a giant block of ice. That's just a reflective surface. No, but it will melt. Exactly. Not yeah. necessarily. Your urine better be super well, I mean, hot. It'll melt somewhere, or at least you'll smoothen it out. <laughs> you like, pee at the same like time fine, as your body. Fine-grained like sandpaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that would melt a little bit. Le- much like ice skate action. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know when you pee when you ice skate? Smooth <laughs> it right out. <laughs> Well, I just mean when you skate. The personal this is actually not at all the same. The skate, the pressure melts the ice a tiny bit, I think, and then you know it allows you to glide. So your urine would glide. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out what. So you're doing great we'll start glide. so far we'll glide. In this podcast. We really are. It's great. Um, I want to address something that no one is taking issue with, except I am. So I need to address it, which is I have been talking a lot about how stressful wedding planning is. Actually, I'm lying. It's because I <clears throat> normally I don't read comments or. Or let haters get to me. <laughs> but I think there's a, just a little bit of flap, let's say, from people who are wondering why I'm like, oh, it's so stressful. Ugh. And here's the thing. Before I started planning a wedding, I never understood what actually was stressful about it. And it just never made sense to me the way people kind of complained. And it's like, this is a happy time of life. Just be happy about it or whatever. I didn't get it. So I just want to say that I understand that it doesn't make sense to someone who hasn't done it or who's outside the process. However, what I am discovering and what no one told me ahead of – everyone said – I hope I'm not repeating myself. Everyone said, oh, it takes so long. It takes such a long time like, you know, and, and made me feel nervous about the fact that we're trying to do a lot in a very short amount of time. What I didn't realize is the stressful part is that if you're an indecisive person, you – or if you're even a thorough person or a person who, who – uh, likes to put a lot of thought into each decision. Each deci- none of those describe you, by the way. None of them at all. <laughs> no, I'm pretty flat by the seat of my pants. Whatever ha- you know, whatever happens, happens. Just pick something, be done with it, get, move on. Don't look in the rearview mirror. That's me. You know, breezy. People are always like, put more care into this, and I'm like, I just gotta keep moving. Right. Shark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> each decision, once you start getting into that, like. 
specific decision, let's say it's the music or the flowers or the food or, well, in, in our case, the venue is catering it. But still, let's say it's the flowers. You will meet with one person and then you'll realize, well, I don't know if that person's good or not. I really want to make sure that we are considering everyone and getting not only the best person for it, but the best price. And then that just turns into a really lengthy process. And you feel like you're cutting corners if you're just like, let's just look at these two people and just choose one, which you can do. But I am someone who to feel safe, for lack of a better word, really sort of needs to be complete and thorough about my decision making process. And that is where all the fucking extra time comes in because with each thing it's like I don't have time to do it my way which involves kind of a lot of research into each thing or at least feeling like I'm doing my due diligence instead it just feels like we're just like yeah you 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 or I should be doing that so anyway um I guess that I I don't know Jenna do you think that's where the stress comes in yes I I think well, it's a lot of things. It's what we've talked it about before. It also puts before. pressure on the relationship. The relationship is scary. The idea of getting married and changing who you are is scary. But then there are 8,000 decisions that you have to make. Yeah. And it's annoying. It's super annoying because you're right. I mean, and I was kind of um, – I just decided not to stress. So I did kind of like do I'll, – I'll go to that one person. And if I like it, I'm just going to go with it and, and hope that that was my best choice because – I but was see, that's losing good. sleep and I was getting sick and I was stressing out too much. Yeah. So that's, I just – It's good to do that though. Did it. But there are <laughs> things in my life where I have said for convenience sake, you know what? I'm just going to do this thing. And and I have regretted it so much. And okay. specifically as a consumer, it <laughs> it comes from – Plunking down a shit ton of money for something where there's no return policy. Sofa you love? I did not love your sofa. <laughs> it was a chair. It was a God, chair. Sofa you love is like the anti-sponsor of this podcast. I know. Over the oh, years, yeah. it has taken a lot of shit. But I really did not so. enjoy their chair. <laughs> your experience did not sound pleasant. No, it was pretty awful. But And when I went there, I kind of – but it was – like I went in there and they're like, we can do anything you want. And it's really well priced and we'll have it – you know, like Crate and Barrel, it's going to be $8 million, slight exaggeration, really expensive, and it's going to take 16 weeks. Where Sophie Love, it's like we can have the perfect replica of that in three days. <laughs> Again, exaggerating. But there's no, no return policy, you know. So anyway. So yeah, so now I'm trying – without being psycho, I'm also trying to at least be honest about who I am and what I'm comfortable with, which means – not just doing the easiest thing because then I, I'm like sort of unhappy with that usually. Don't do it then. Do what will make you happy. Yeah. But that I remember is the key. a friend of mine a long time ago said, I just get the sense that you're never going to be happy. And that always kind of rankled me because <laughs> yeah. that's not the truth. The truth is once I find that thing I like, then I am really happy and then I'm, then I'm done with it. But I'm just kind of um, a nightmare until I find that thing. <laughs> I mean, is it okay if it's not a perfect day? Yes. It, wow. Right? Right? So like, cut, see, see what I there, cut to the heart of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, I, but I bought into that, like, wanting it to be perfect. Because I mean, right. people keep saying that no one's going to remember the flowers. The flowers are – and I totally believe that. And yet I'm like, but this is, this is a, the chance to have it look just exactly how I want it to look. You'll remember the flowers. I'll remember the flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really like flowers that much. But I, I remember only them. did – Cancel the flowers. Yeah. The flowers are your wedding. That's what you want. Yeah. You can always see that. No, I mean, wow. I like them enough. I just mean when people say, what's your favorite flower? I, oh, I right. don't have a, I don't have my go-to. Sure. Right. Ranuncula. 
What's your colors? See, I didn't Do you even have know colors? that was a flower. Yes, the Matt, colors. favorite flower. Go. Rose. See? That's, really? I only know about two of them. <laughs> What's know. the other one? Daisies? Oh, okay. oh, and Daisy, yeah. Tulip, Daisy, Rose. <laughs> That's my list, plus uh, uh, Bird of Prey. I'm more of a bird of paradise. paradise. Bird, 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 bird of Prey. Okay, so I guess that was my two. <laughs> yeah. Um, Allison, I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. with you. Wait, wait, what'd you say? I said I'm more of a pansy guy myself. <laughs> yeah. A pansy guy. Pansies are can be nice. Pansies are, de- are delightful. <laughs> Had them all over my house as a child. Orchids. Are yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess orchids I guess are a little a few other flowers that we yeah. know. You know, I, don't I, know what I any know of those look like. I think that um, <laughs> peonies are overrated because that has been a real. That's been a repeating theme. People trying to push peonies down my fucking throat. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's pronounced penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I the plural is peanut. <laughs> there's been a misunderstanding. <laughs> Chris, you were going to say something. Chris is incapable of speech Chris. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say I would. I'm with you. I, I would make it an awful bride uh, <laughs> because get that drop. Yeah, seriously. Because uh, I too mm. am that indecisive. Where it's do I even know what I want? Like I remember. Mm. I went to Best Buy with like a couple years back with my girlfriend at the time looking for computer speakers. It took me over two hours. Yes. And I and I sent her home because she was getting so mad. I was like, go, just take the car. I'll get her. I'll find her right home. I need to figure this out. And I would just go back and forth between mm. these two boxes, yes. reading every spec, reading every detail and trying to figure out too. what's like it, with the cost and, you know, and everything. Yeah. The cost is this extra factor yeah. that then – that then makes everything feel more intense. Because if it were just, I'm just choosing who I think is best, that'd be so much easier. But now it's like, but maybe, but they are lower than here. You know, it's like trying to, there's always levers moving. Um, I was going to say something. You said you would be a terrible bride. It was before that. Oh, oh, you asked the colors. I did, yes. Um, colors in the cool spectrum. I haven't, we have not settled on a color, but like blue, purple, green. Nice. That would be yeah. pretty. You can do so much. That's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What were yours? I did my mine was like like a casual type wedding party. Some I mean, gingham? no, we did um, skittle colors. Oh, that's how yes. could I how could I have yeah? Forgotten? So it was like how really bright, tons of co- my bouquet was just like every color: green, purple, orange, blue, yellow. That sounds did nice. I get them all red? It was really fun. I, my wedding day, I think, went as well as it possibly could have been. That's good. Yeah. I feel great about it. I kind of wish I could do it again because it was so much fun, not because I would change anything. So. Yeah, I can't believe I nice. forgot the Skittle colors. That's like the heart of – it's such an early Alice in Roses, right. best friend, thematic touchstone. The Skittles. What? So I ate Skittles for so long, and I kind of stopped eating Skittles for the last, like, six months, and I had some yesterday, and I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so good. I stopped why eating did I Skittles stop? the moment we started talking about them on the show. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I've continued to eat Skittles in abundance, so please keep sending them. <laughs> we still have a bunch, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot. We're still sitting on a surplus. Excellent. Where is that? Um, no, so I want to talk to you guys. They stay hidden from you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you guys if you guys have had this awkward experience where – I'm trying to figure out how to best describe it. Well, I'll just start <laughs> with the conversation that happened yesterday, but then it made me realize that this is sort of a bigger thing that I always feel uncomfortable with, where you're having a conversation with someone and maybe the person you're talking to is a little bit hard to follow. So basically you're just trying to like keep up with the conversation and things are happening here and there and you're just, you're just, you're treading water. 
treading water. You're trying to stay above water. And then the person says something to you and you think that they're asking you a question or offering you something and you say yes and then you realize that they were never offering you this thing. Anyway, the conversation was about someone's experiences in Hollywood um, and meetings that aren't going well and stuff like that. And then somehow the idea of an animated thing came up. And then I swear he said something like, um, you want to do a voice? We'll pay you a bunch of money. And I said, sure. And then I realized, even though it didn't make sense to me that he was offering me a voice in his show, I realized, no, I think he's saying that someone said that to him. He was just telling me a story where they said that to him. He was talking oh. about how he's going to do a voice for a bunch of money. But I signed on. <laughs> you heard this conversation, right, Gary? I did. Did you hear that part of it? I did. Oh, God. I don't think I said, count me in. I just said something like, yeah, which so it could have gone either way. It could have been active listening. I wasn't looking at your face <laughs> when that happened. Okay, good. But when I translated into my head, it was like this person was saying – well, I was kind of offered a bunch of money to do this, and it's not maybe not the most excited, but it's you know it's cool. And you were like, yeah, <laughs> but like it didn't sound, <laughs> but it didn't sound to me like you were saying like I'm in. It sounded okay, like you were just being like, yeah, like wouldn't that be great? Okay, because in my head for a second, I thought he was asking no. if I'm in. It was I don't know why I thought that because I don't I don't think he said that. I don't think he made it absolutely clear. Unless I'm just not – it reminded me – because I feel like this kind of thing has happened in the past. It reminded me of the time that I was out with this guy that I was – I don't know if I was dating him or just hanging out with him and wishing I were dating him. Sadly, that's a lot of my youth. But not my youth because we were of drinking age. We were at a bar and we both drank gin and tonics. And he went up to get our drink – or like we are both standing there. The bartender put them down and he's like, this one's the – I think it's Baffert's or something like that or the whatever – um, which was some like super, I think it was some high end gin. And I went, Oh, thank you. Thinking that he had like got me this high end gin drink. And then he's like, Oh, oh that was for me. Uh. And I have felt <laughs> embarrassed about it ever since to this day. Wow. It makes me want to stab something in my head. I don't know if that's what you guys do when you have these thought that I'm embarrassed. Actually, I just – I don't want to stab something in my head. I imagine taking my palm and like hitting my, my forehead with the heel of my hand. I don't sure. actually do this. I just imagine it. For some reason, there's something so embarrassing about that particular type of situation. What is it? Because you feel like you embarrass them too. Maybe. Yes. Right. It's, yeah, it's your discomfort and their discomfort. And also I think it's just this discomfort that comes from realizing – that you are interacting with the world as if you're a child. It's like a child. It's a, it's a very young thing to do to assume that everything cool is for you. Ooh, voiceover. I'll take it. Ooh, gin drink. That's mine. <laughs> mine. Gin you know drink and voiceover? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it just seems, it seems very impetuous and young and, and, um, and just awkward. Yeah, awkward for the other person. I think so, yeah. I, I agree. I think you're you're taking on the embarrassment of two people at once. That's Most why likely. it feels extra embarrassing. I bet you anything that to your first specific story, if I were to ask that guy about that, he'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Right. Probably. It, that was your perception because I was standing right there, but I wasn't looking at your face, so I just heard the audio part of it. I don't. Yeah. No. I'm, he did. He. I don't think he realized it at all. But I felt. Like, yeah. oh, I right. saved myself from an embarrassing situation. I had this sort of moment here a couple weeks ago when you had Pete Holmes on and I was here waiting. Uh-huh. And I he, he knows me because I worked at Daily Show, but I wasn't sure if he would remember. And you said, like, oh, this is Jenna. And he remembered me. But then I put my hand out to shake his hand like I needed to do that. 
And we had this like super awkward thing where he like took my hand because my I like forced him <laughs> to do it. And it's one of the mo- like I've thought about it f- since then. See, about I how I awkwardly shook Pete Holmes' hand when he didn't want to shake my hand at all. See, I didn't think that was awkward at all. <laughs> okay, good. From where See? I was, yeah. But I have like lost sleep. I over didn't it. either. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. You felt like you forced him into shaking yes, your hand. Yes. Like, oh, it's great to see you. Please shake my hand now. And but but I guess would but, a hug have been more appropriate? Or? I don't know. Maybe nothing. I feel but like I've his, given you my. I feel phlegm. it's awkward when there's I know, nothing. I, know, I don't sorry. like when it's there's okay. nothing. <laughs> right. But so shake shake the hand. But his handshake was so like weak. Like it was like he didn't want to. Do you know what I mean? Not then. I wasn't mm, insulting him. I feel I like you were. I think he doesn't. I think he doesn't use the handshake a lot. Yeah, I think it was weird for him. Anyway, if you guys didn't notice, that's fine. No. But you know who has the softest handshake in the entire universe? Who? Stephen Dorff. Did anyone else shake his hand when he came through here? <laughs> yeah, it that was... is the hand. That is a manicured actor's hand. I guess I don't actually. I can't say that. I don't know. I just know that his handshake was very soft. It's, but when it was you, gentle. If you're trying to preserve your hand, I wouldn't do a soft handshake because it would just get crushed all day. You would have to. You would have to go firm. Right? I feel bad now. I feel like I'm implying something. See, the same as Jenna. We're not implying no, anything. nothing. I'm just saying he, yes. was, he was saving his strength for fucking supermodels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes them feel a lot better <laughs> to hear this. Both of these guys yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. No, I don't think – I think it's because he didn't want to and was like, what is she doing? Hey, wait. Can I, can I ask a, an aside real fast? Sure. That's what this, this show there's, is all aside. There's a severe <laughs> debate going on in my house right now. Um and unfortunately, the person who does, who disagrees with me, which is Randy and his girlfriend, aren't here. Matt agrees with me, but I want to know what you guys think. Okay, we are debating who. <laughs> a lot of really serious conversations happening in our house. This is so. such a house of four guys, and whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when we're home on Saturday night. Um, <laughs> taking Wednesday qu- night, we're out partying Saturday night. Of okay, if we're not just hanging out, asking each other hypothetical questions on Saturday. No, night. that'd be last so Saturday. Good. I was watching so the end of the Shield. I'm not gonna lie. We were talking about this. Taking quality out of it, sheer quantity, who has had sex with more women, Leonardo DiCaprio or Russell Brand? Now, this is a clear answer to me. I think I, – I would just guess Russell Brand. I don't know why. But Leonardo DiCaprio has been doing his thing for longer, right? That was Randy's argument. In yeah. America. I would say Russell Brand. Russell Brand. You guys you are, are all, correct. all correct. You guys are all correct. Okay, thank you. We can go back to some other aside. <laughs> Wait, but what? What's your Russell Brand is an what's your addict. argument? Russell Brand oh. is an addict, which means if while yes. he was using, he was definitely banging chicks that were probably below what his standards are now. On top of which, as as someone who's one of my closest friends is an addict, once you sober up, the only thing you can do is fuck. So sober people and people in the LA sober community will tell you this: bang a lot. So. If you add all that up to all of the relationships that Leo's had, and I'm not saying that he maybe isn't getting a little something on the side, but it's got to be harder when you're in a relationship. And he's been in multiple long-term ones, whereas the only one you can really think of for Russell Brand is Katie Katie Perry. Perry, Which wasn't that long. Right. Plus, Leo's too busy. And Leonardo's been an actor his whole life. And I don't think Leonardo's getting into crazy group sex and shit. And you know Russell Brand is. Yeah, because Leonardo DiCaprio has a reputation to uphold. Right. And he's got, you know, Citizen Watch and all these big sponsors. So what is Randy Chandler's argument? That Leo's too dreamy for him to not be the winner. <laughs> that's not an argument. Those gro- might have no. been his exact Leo, Leo could <laughs> be. Probably Leo has the potential um, to be the clear winner, but he doesn't use it. I, mean, I agree with that. Which only makes him he could, more handsome. Which makes him hotter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dreamy. 
dreamy. All right. I think it is time for iTunes Comment of the Week. But first, you know what you need to listen to? An audiobook. You don't have time to read a book because you're on the go. Or maybe you do have time to read a book, but you know a really enjoyable way to take in this book? It is to listen to it. I'm telling you, audiobooks. It's how you read, people. Um, Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. I would recommend a book by a guest that was on my show, Jen Kirkman. It's called I Can Barely Take Care of Myself, Tales from a Happy Life Without Kids. It's really funny, and it's really funny to hear her read it in her own voice. You can purchase individual books or for real savings, sign up for the Audible Listener Program, which gives you book credits every month for a low fee. Again, Daniel has that. I told you guys that he told me all about the plot to Stephen King book that I didn't want to hear about because it's scary. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> over 150,000 titles in every genre of fiction, history, romance, mysteries, th- so, excuse me, mysteries, thrillers, sci-fi, self-development, kids, young adults. Um, you guys can get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial mm. today by signing up at www.audiblepodcast.com forward slash BFF. That's www.audiblepodcast.com forward slash BFF. Okay, did you guys see that I was tangled up in my cord? That was very strange. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I just know enough. I'm sorry, I just didn't have a comment. It's okay, it was funny. Good timing. Um, all right, this uh, this comment comes from Minibar04, and it's titled, For the Love of Allison and Butter S. I feel like that was probably, I like where they this ran is out going. of room. That's a good title. Yeah, it, it's not it's not Butters with a space accidentally <laughs> placed. Right. As a female Adam Carolla listener, I was thrilled when I tuned into ARIYNBF. Listening to Allison's podcast and her opinions are just like listening to a smarter version of myself with a quicker wit and a broader vocab. I enjoy the show so much that I sometimes deprive myself of new podcasts so that I can binge listen to them when I have a full day at the office with my annoying boss. Keep up the great job, and as always, I look forward to listening. And that's where I'd like to end this comment, but... Also, thank you for bringing awareness to Butter Sandwiches. Extra editorializing in there. Yeah, well, I got the mic. Wait, 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 repeat that last sentence again. Also, thank you for bringing awareness to Butter Sandwiches. I grew up in Lancaster County, a.k.a. Amish country, and always thought that it was a weird local taste. My grandfather preferred his butter sandwiches with a sliced up sweet onion. That's mm. a sandwich. That is a sandwich. <laughs> That's more editorial. I agree with that. Jenna looks like she wants to die. While I did not inherit his taste, I have my own take on the butter sandwich. While it's not an exact butter sandwich, I would still put it in the same category. I like lightly buttered toast to dip in hot cocoa. In fact, I don't even really like to drink hot chocolate. I simply like to, drink, to dip butter toast into it and eat the toast in little bites. If you're a fan of the butter sandwich, this shouldn't disappoint. Best regards. That sounds so good. Absolutely. But I want to know about these little bites. <laughs> Is it like, <laughs> how dainty are we talking about? <laughs> I just, I find, I love it, and but I find having to, I find putting little bites, um, it's just very specific, as opposed to like wolfing it down in one butter sandwich hot chocolate finger. Well, let's be clear. If she's dipping slices of toast, she's not <laughs> working you. with a sandwich. Thank you. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. It sounds it really is, delicious. Don't get does, me wrong. It does sound but great. It, it, it does, does not. I, and I even agree. Chris would have to agree that dipping a slice of toast. Don't give him too much credit. Is not. If she said I dip two slices put together. That's what I've been envisioning. Yeah, Am I yeah. wrong? Yeah. If it's two slices put together, sandwich. If she specifically said If it's two slices put together, what now? It's a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying it's it's more in the sandwich <laughs> category. 
than just one independent slice. That's not even close to a sandwich. Just purely based on the fact that she is identifying it as toast means the butter will soak into the bread and is not a sandwich. I want to thank you for your iTunes comment of the Me week. Too. If you would thank like you. to be an if iTunes Alice comment had of the music, week, she would have just played that over Gary's comment. I <laughs> thought <right>. she would have. <laughs> I need that. Uh, just leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. Okay, I I have to say something else. Um, and uh, no, I try try not, except for in Hey Go Fuck Yourself, I try not to engage with the negativity because you know I just try not to. But I did read a comment from someone who likes the show. They like 80% of the show, but they don't like... Which one of us do they not like? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's none of us. They like all of us. They don't... (laughs) That was was good. That was fast. Um, They don't like that we end with a song that is two and a half minutes, which they feel is the, and I think I'm quoting, height of narcissism. And they also... What was that noise? I'm, I'll let you finish, but I'm frustrated. Okay. And they also don't like, and note how much I'm pronouncing the L in all... So they also they there's an there is an Ellen also. Why wouldn't you not pronounce that? Because people think that I just say also, which I do. Oh. Also don't like iTunes comment of the week because they feel that it is needy and desperate. So let me address them both separately. Listen. I did not say I demand a song that is two and a half minutes, and so it shall be. Gary, put the minions on it now. I will force people to listen to that. What happened was Trap Dog, who's an awesome musician, made me some songs for the show when it used to be a Ustream show, and I did it in my apartment in Brooklyn. Jenna knows. She was a guest. So fun. And so when we started up this podcast, I was like, guess what? If we go with the name Alison Rosen as your new best friend, I already have songs. I overpronounced the L and all. I already have songs. <laughs> and since we love the songs, we just put them on there. It's, I, it doesn't seem like narcissism. Laziness, possibly. <laughs> Laziness and recycling. But not narcissism. I didn't even know the show ended with a song. We just say goodbye and then we leave. Well, the listeners get a song. My point is that you can turn it off if you don't like it. That's what I'm yes! saying. This isn't a fucking Marvel movie. We're not going to put like some kind of crazy – like cutscene at the end turn the goddamn podcast off we should though Samuel we should Jackson. that would be awesome like, we should a recording of me and Chris off mic just screaming at each other about butter sandwiches like, we, like, should, funny, but we like, should put yeah. hidden Some tracks that's why you have tracks. to listen to it well the person bonus. said the person said that people listen to podcasts in a queue that's and bullshit. it is the height of narcissism to it is the height of narcissism to believe that you cannot go to whatever music device. That's what she said. It was on. totally rude for us to expect them to go back to their console and hit fast forward or something. Wow, you know what? That's You're tough. right. At that... four ninety nine an episode, that is really narcissistic of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. For the amount we're charging for these free episodes, we should really get on it. And then, as for <laughs> iTunes comment of the week, the reason that part, the needy and desperate part, because oh, it's just I'm just reading self congratulatory comments. Um, the reason that part kind of sticks with me is because I have had that thought myself. I have had that thought that, oh, here's where we just read compliments about ourselves. That's when, how you described it to me when I, fir- when I yes, was first because on. I feel the need to address that because I'm <laughs> totally aware that that's what it is. Um, however, all pot – oh, you know what? And the person also said that, other, you know, yes, all podcasts benefit from good iTunes comments, but you don't hear other podcasts asking for comments. I do actually. I, my favorite podcast begs for them every single week. I would argue that this is no different than people reading Amazon purchases that people have sent. When oh, we should begging. do that. We can do that too when yeah. they're begging for Amazon click-throughs. I, listen, if, if they were always just like – 
your show's great, love you, then fine. But we have fucking funny fans who right. write in shit about butter sandwiches that lead to whatever, like, it's yeah, content. Yeah, it's, it's just another way to engage with the listeners. But I guess, and then I was thinking that I imagine, though, if we were to stop doing it, people would be bummed because people really enjoy when their comments are read on air. So to you guys, I ask, well, how do you feel about the iTunes Comment of the Week segment? Because... It's just – it's fun though and it's a way to hear from people and we have a song. I don't even – honestly, I don't know how much it even helps us in the iTunes rankings. I have a feeling if we didn't do it, we would get comments as well and and five stars. This shouldn't even be a question. I say keep it. Definitely keep it. I agree. Okay. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And you know what? There's there's smacks of truth to what he's saying. Don't care. Yeah. You know what that person can do? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But thanks for the part of the comment where you complimented us. The thanks does not work after the we focused, on, we focused on the 20, not the 80. You're right. That's, You're the, right. Risk. First. That's the risk you take, man. That's right. Or, or when, woman. You, when you get fractional on our ass. I think – I forget if it was a man or woman. I don't know. Um, but if you would like the Hey Go Fuck Yourself ringtone because it is available as a ringtone, uh, you can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Okay. I believe it's time to go to the hat. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic, sombrero. All right, this uh, this week's topic sombrero comment comes from... Well, it's subject line, Chris Loxamana. <laughs> wow. Well, that was a bigger laugh than I expected. <laughs> That's what, why is it my name? Okay. Because it's about you, bro. All right, go. Bro. Haven't bro? we talked about how subject Let's lines talk. work? Come on. I'm aware. I've been listening to the show for a while and being curious and have been curious to see what everyone looks like. I've Google image searched everyone once with the exception of Allison where I've Google image searched enough times to make a shrine to her beauty in my living room. Thank you. I was at a party in downtown Los Angeles when from across the room I see a guy playing Just Dance that I think I recognize. To my friend I say, I think that's Chris Loxamana. They respond, who? Anyways, after he finishes his Just Dance session, I walk up to him and say, hey man, are you Chris Loxamana? He says, yeah, what's up? I love the podcast. Listen to it every week. Chris gets a confused look on his face and says, Oh, no, man, that's a different Chris Loxamana. <laughs> At first, I didn't believe him. What are the odds that there are two Chris Loxamanas in the L.A. area? After a few rounds of you're joking, no, I'm serious, I finally started to believe him. He also went on to tell me that as Chris gets slightly more and more famous, that his life gets slightly more and more difficult, and that he never actually met your Chris Loxamana, but he'd like to. You should think about having him on the show and having a Loxamana off, but maybe <laughs> only when they touch the world as we know it will cease to exist. Choose wisely, the one and only Charles Murs. Charles, I know who you're talking about. So um, do I. He's. <laughs> oh yeah, you. Gary and I have had an experience with with this. Fill us in. Tell yours, and then I'll. Um, okay. Well, back in the days of MySpace, when everybody was connected. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unlike now. Uh, well, when it when it just started, you know, um, he he must have MySpace searched me or Google me because he he messaged me saying, "Hey." Like, hey, and then, you know, just did like, look at me, look at you, like, we have the same name. Because I've never met anybody, you know, with my last name mm-hmm. or or let alone, you know, the same the same whole name. So, you know, we, we just end up talking like, oh, so what they call you? Oh, Chris walks a llama. What about you? Oh, Chris wax your mama. Like, you know, we, like, we exchange our nicknames and, and that was it. He, um, and uh, I know he's like an actor or something. Oh. And uh, 
think he lives in L.A. now. Uh, he he didn't live in L.A. before, but he moved out here. And so to be uh, near you, probably. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I uh, Doss, and then uh, and I just hear about him randomly. Like I have friends who run into him saying, "Oh my gosh, I met another Chris Loxman," and I know who they're talking about. Um, plays a lot of just dance apparently. Plays a lot. Well, I do too, so I can't. I mean, I, I thought it was me when, like, in the letter. Uh, and then Dawson, he's met Dawson. In, How? Do you guys at, look at Avo Fest? I, <laughs> so he was at he was at the Avocado Festival. Dawson. You were there too, weren't well, you? No, but I was at this re- most recent one. He was there like two years ago because Dawson tells me that he ran into a guy named Chris Loxamana and how everybody thinks that um, that I'm him or he's me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so that happened, and then he, he – I know he works for a video game company, um, and Gary and I went to E3. We were, we were standing at one of the, the Nintendo booths at E3, and E3 is just like a trade show for video game nerds, <laughs> and you have to be pressed to get in there. So it's like all press, and everyone has badges, and they have a ton of booth babes just like letting nerds play video games because that's what nerds like is hot girls and video games. And we're standing in line. Gary and I are yeah, just nerding it up. We're just nerding it up, trying to try out the new Wii U back when that was cool. This is a couple years ago. Well, it was never cool, but back when that was something new. And uh, <laughs> we're like second in line, and this hot chick showing this guy how to play it. And she kind of glances behind the guy to the next person in line, which is me and Chris. She stops helping the guy, and she looks Chris dead in the eye and goes, Are you the Chris Loxamana? And when a, when a pretty girl says that to you, you clearly say yes. You, you, oh, um, according to Karen, my voice dropped two octaves. It, did. it might have been three yeah, octaves. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, oh, Adam Carolla show, Dave's a Thunder, whatever. I don't know, <laughs> like what you know me from, but uh, so I was like, so I said, yeah, 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 yes, uh, that's me. Mm-hmm. And then um, she said, no, wait, no, you're not, because I know Chris Loxman. I thought you just took his badge. She thought I was the other. So oh she, wow! She thought you were impersonating him. Yeah, so, or the, uh, that I. Took oh, so she was like calling your bluff. Like, are you Chris Loxamana? Yeah. So that was so basically, I was overly confident to uh, pummeled beneath the ground. It was a it was a tough forty five second swing for Chris and I because yeah. I was very proud of him. That's him. That's, That's him. him. We're looking at a photo of him. Yeah. Yeah. If you go- I think wow. if you Google, yeah, if you he Google, comes up yeah. before you do. I think. What? Sorry. Oh, well. You got to get on your SEO game, man. I should. That's nah, okay. I like singing under the, under the radar. And I'm ruining his life, so. Uh, but yeah, so there's another Chris Oxmana. That is so weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and we, we, we've we ran into, I want to say, at least 10 to 15 people that have met both of us, but we have never met. What what kind of name is Loxamana? Uh, it's Filipino, technically, but it hails from uh, Indian. It's Indian. There's like a Loxamana temple or something like that hmm. yeah well there you go so there is another chris loxamana and uh he ran uh, that's funny that he was playing just dance and i think our next hat topic is also vaguely involves you <laughs> well, kind of buries i just stepped on it anyways why my wife can't listen to the show anymore <laughs> <laughs> As an avid listener of the show, it breaks my heart to have to let you guys know that I will no longer be listening to Allison Rosen as your new best friend. Actually, I should say I will no longer be allowing my wife to listen to the show. It saddens me to break this news to you, especially as my wife and I have fallen in love with both Allison and the rest of the Scooby gang. We have both been featured on the show as my wife was a fan phone call and I was an email Gary read that may or may not have started the Hey Go Fuck Yourself trend. 
My wife was a veterinarian that Allison had a lot of testicle questions for. That was a lot of ball talk. It saddens me even more because my wife and I just found out that Jenna is good friends with her brother Preston. Damn it, this is heartbreaking. Wow. I'll get to the point as to why we aren't listening anymore and why it's not okay for me to make the semi-misogynistic claim that my wife is no longer allowed to listen to the show. Last night, my wife was tossing and turning in bed more than usual. Now I get up and go to work before she rises, so sometime around noon, I text her to see if she was feeling okay. She replied that she had had a bad dream. I replied about what? She wrote, you know, you have sex dreams about someone and you have no idea why it was that person. Oh, no. I knew exactly what she meant. You see, this was a Friday morning. She had just listened to the Thursday show on her ride home. Chris Loxamana, I texted back. There was a long break between texts. <laughs> I fucking knew it was my next text after no response. I finally got the whole story of her dream. We were invited to a party at the Corolla Warehouse because of our awesome and real friendship with you guys. The party quickly scaled up into something out of a Kubrick movie where everyone was daring my wife to have sex with Chris because he was a virgin and needed to finally get it out of the way. <laughs> Jenna was the leader of this disgusting peer pressure and practically forced my wife on Chris. Chris, according to my wife, was very drunk and polite. So that is it. As much as I, as much fun as the show is, and as much fun as as much as we have appreciated the hours of entertainment, what other choice do I have but to ban the show, Andrew? Wow. P.S. We'll keep listening. It's the best A show, and you guys all know it. P.P.S. Gary, if you do happen to read this, and the gang uh, to the gang, and Jenna wonders if she really knows my brother. He's Preston Sattler. Oh yes, I do. Thanks. I do. <laughs> that no, that was the Gary. end of the email. I wasn't thanking Jenna. <laughs> Yes, who is the, oh, well, wow, who is this person? Andrew McCormick. No, I was asking Jenna who the, who the person is. Preston Sadler. Let's just. She knows him really well, so she's looking him up on Googling Facebook him. and Googling him. It's been a while <laughs> since I lived in New York, okay? He's a New York friend. Anyways, let's get to the meat of this. Um, I'm flattered <laughs> that someone would be tossing and turning on my account. Uh, some, of, some of the info in the dream was a little off, but. Um, <laughs> Are you trying to assure us you're not a virgin? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Tell your friends. Now, um, it's no, more likely than Jenna leading an orgy. You know what? Yes, it's funny. It does. I, I, every time a girl has ever said that they've dreamed about me, it's always been weird. Uh, I well, dreams are usually weird. Now, I mean, what's weird is that you're acting like you're making an acceptance speech. Well, no, I'm. I'm thank, I still I, thank you very much. He did sit up very straight and puff his chuck, well, chest up you. before he's like, "Let's get to the meat of the issue." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm flattered. I'm honored. I, I didn't expect this. Uh, Who would you like to thank? Um, well, any, anyways, uh, well, I'd like to thank all of you guys for, for making me shine. Um, so you're saying the dreams have always been weird whenever someone has a dream about you? I remember, yeah, one time a girl told me, she, this was in high school, I, I think I was a freshman or a sophomore, and it was like the hottest senior girl uh, at school. And she sat in front of me in Spanish class, and she and you know I didn't really talk to her that much, but then one day she turns around. And uh, says, "Hey, I had a dream about you, or I dreamt about you last night." And as a guy, that that's awesome. It's like, wow. So you were thinking of me. So I was flattered. You know, I, you know, I, I didn't really know how to talk to girls, so I just kind of probably just made some weird noise. And then, um, <laughs> and she said, "Yeah, you were making out with a guy. It was oh. really weird." And yeah, so that brought me ba- like that brought me yeah. back down to earth pretty quickly. So she thought she was uh, super sure that I was gay. Well, maybe if I use words like super sure, it doesn't help, but. I like to imagine that right after you told her that, like, or right after she told you she had a dream about you, you were just like, <gasps> "Yeah, I was wondering what that weird noise could have been." What is that noise? Me gasping for air. That's what Gary's pterodactyl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like one. I may have already said this. It sounds like one of the 
Mac sounds. You know, like, like when you hit an air? Oh, a little bit. Mac like was... a swoosh? Like yeah, a... those old... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you just get an email? You you should make... Something on Mac is getting raped. A really old Is this email. a ringtone yet? I need my text alert to it be... It should be, yeah. That's a good idea. I don't want that just because I'll think Gary's in my living room. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> you don't check under the couch every night. <laughs> Remember, did you guys have those Mac Classic computers, or were they before your time? Was your first computer a Classic? Yeah, a, by, a the time, by the time I came into the computer world, Macs were out of fashion. Oh, I wasn't. My dad would not have it. What was your first? What did you have? Had, oh, had, oh, you have PCs. I had PCs all the way until college. My Same. first college computer was a PC until I like looked over at somebody next to me and realized it was a better life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't switch to okay. Mac until I started working here for Corolla. Oh. Preston Sadler, if if it is the same one, I do know him, and he came to my twenty second or twenty third birthday party. He's an actor. I remember who he is now. Cute nice. guy. Sounds yeah. like you guys are really close. Super close. <laughs> cute guy must mean cute brother. Must mean cute wife. Thank you, wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some just me or everyone. But first, you're looking kind of hairy. You know what you need. Oh, no, no. It's a hair removal. I'm staring at you, Matt. Talking to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staring at you, but the truth is that all of you, except for Jenna, are pretty hairy. Right. Yes. But it's not – the well, no-no is a hair removal device. Jenna might be too. I don't know. Matt and yeah. I just Maybe rubbed I just our hairs a lot. earlier. Accidentally? <laughs> Accidentally. Well, did it feel gross? I don't. Matt didn't notice. I noticed. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't notice when your arm, that at all. I feel like arm hair catching on someone's arm hair would be icky. Well, Matt doesn't have off – like his arm hair is not that bad. No, so. my arm hair is horrible. Continue with no-no. <laughs> you need the no-no to remove that arm hair. But that's just one of the many things you could do with a no-no. So you guys, stop spending all your money on expensive laser hair treatment removal. Stop getting waxed. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> cancel your waxing appointment Canceled. right now. Perfect. You need a no-no. It's a new year. Time for a new you. Um, The no-no offers pain-free professional treatments that can be performed in the comfort of your home. The no-no is just the size of a cell phone. It's totally portable. You can use it on your body and your face. No no pain, no pulling. And as I said before, they told me that it was painless, and I thought – I don't quite believe you and I'm afraid to use it, but I'm going to conquer my fears and I did. And not only did it not hurt, I honestly didn't even feel it. And what you do is you glide it along your skin and there's this cool little LED readout and it it tells you whether you're doing it right or not. So it is uh, not only effective, but it's also fun. Weeks of long-lasting results, no more nicks, cuts, ingrown hairs, works on all skin types, all hair colors, safe and effective for both men and women. So if you guys would like a no-no, which you would, you can take advantage of an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com or 800-508-4815. Here's what's in the exclusive offer. You get the no-no device. You get a facial kit, an exclusive facial kit, so you can use it on your body but also your hair, your facial hair. Excuse me. Um, I got so I got – I just started thinking about hair. And how I want to take it all off. Um, you get a travel case. And it, by the way, it is quite a snazzy travel case. Uh, and the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. So you don't risk a penny to try the no-no. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, let's do just me or everyone. But Gary, why were you, who, you were giving someone a dirty look. Chris, what Gary were you doing? Does this, he has this thing that whenever he sees me, whenever I walk into a room, Adam does it too. Um, but whenever I walk into a room, they they just nod in like disbelief. It's the and opposite shame. of a nod; it's head shaking. Oh yeah, they shake their head. 
uh, eh? as if they're disappointed in me. It's the opposite of the clap I get for showing up early. Yeah, oh. it's the opposite. I don't, he it's, dropped it's his opposite pen of and then had to get off that stool, which I'm sure a percentage of the listeners heard. Pick it up and get back on. Just come on, man. Pull it together. Why are you playing with a pen in the middle of an, in the middle of a live read about no no? You just canceled your laser treatments. You need to know about this shit. He canceled his waxing. Yeah, <laughs> silly me. <laughs> laser treatments are still on. <laughs> All right, we ready to go? Yes, just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Amy Baker says, I'm secretly very disappointed when a friend uses your, your, or two, two. That's the different spellings of your and two incorrectly in a text or on social media. You would hate Adam I'm Carolla. not secretly disappointed. I'll shame people. <laughs> Maybe not on Facebook where it's like a public forum, but if somebody texts me with an incorrect spelling like that. I'll I'd like it. to add there to the yes. list as that well. One, that one bugs me too. Yes. Because there's three versions of it. Right. And have you guys seen no one spelled noon? <laughs> noon with an E? No. N-O-O-N-E. And it's like there's a th- – no one is two words. Noonan? Just noon. Yeah, I don't like that. That doesn't make any sense. I used sense. to see that in um, – I used to see that in email. I used to write every time, I think, one word or something those are, or something like that. Yeah. And I think it's two. Right? I think sometimes it's time. one. It depends, right? Yeah. I think I so. Think. Oh. <laughs> As we we're chastising people. Well, other yeah. than that, I'm perfect. It depends. If, per- okay, if the person just made a mistake, that doesn't bother me. If I get the no. sense that they don't know the difference – then that bothers me. It's like if they're making like a rant on Facebook and then they use the wrong oh, there. Yeah. I'm like, well, forget that, everything you just said. Yeah, you that completely invalidated yeah. it. I don't care how angry you were. And Use the right there. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's on social media, you have every reason to point that out to somebody. You don't need to be secretive about it. This is your chance to shine about how much smarter <laughs> you dick. are than your friend. <laughs> To be honest, I don't really care that much. Sometimes I will accident, like when I realize I've accidentally done your, and usually I will err on the side of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, then I kind of want to die. I have to say, when I look at emails that I've sent that have any typo on it, I'm so upset with myself because I make a point to like make sure none mm. of my emails have any typos. And when I see it, there's even a moment of, did I type that? Like, <laughs> how is there a typo in this email? How did, how did they, they get, get in here? Yeah, yeah, it's well, a yeah. very weird feeling. Matt, re- I see him. He rereads his emails out loud at least two times before he'll send them out. To everyone? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or I've seen you read out loud. I've seen you read out loud. Or your show summaries or something. Like, I hear you read yeah, out loud. Yeah, show summaries I've read out loud. that's what it was. Why? But, why? Because oftentimes the written word sounds better when you say it out loud. You can hear Mike whether Lynch. or not you have something written right. T- or told you me that like too. repeated words too many times. You should always read it or... out loud before. Yeah, exactly. And re- by reading it out loud, yeah. it's like spelling bee version where you put the hand over your mouth and I just kind of just say it out loud. It helps me catch typos and stuff. I don't really do that with emails. You put but... your hand over your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Dear so the sound Carola, travel. people. <laughs> oh, oh you, just, you just say it into your hand? Yeah, like they do in spelling bees. <laughs> You ever seen that before? No. Oh, How man. have I missed this? All right. There is a documentary. I think it's called Spellbound. Spellbound. Yes, I wanted mm-hmm. to see that. Amazing movie. Well, not amazing. It's it's a great documentary. But one of the people who's like a champion, she like, she'll spell the words in her hand so that, because once you say it out loud, it's final oh. in spelling rules. So she'll, she'll. This uh, doesn't uh, count. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, can't you guys still hear me? It does. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the way that this person does it or like when I'm, hmm. you know, just doing my show summaries, I'll just. So it's like talking. It's up. like saying it under your breath, but exactly. and under your hand as well. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like some people are Got visual it. learners, some people are auditory learners. Same same idea with writing. Yep. All right. Kelly Wood says, just me or everyone, can't stand directly on top of any shower drain for fear a monster will touch my foot through the grate. No, I don't have that one. But as a kid, when I would sit on the toilet, I would put my legs straight out in front of me because I was afraid the snakes would shoot out of the pipes in the back of the toilet. <laughs> so I get what you're saying. If there's the a pipes monster. in the back of the toilet go into the toilet. So what are your legs being up in the air save? Monsters defy reality, Gary. They do. Yeah. It's a well, snake, not I'm, a monster. Like you know, like a point. When, when you were ever, when you're in a pool, were you ever worried that a shark was just going to bust yes. through the walls? And oh yes, you? yeah. It's I. To this day, probably it's been a long time since I've been in a swimming pool. I, I mean, could no. probably, <laughs> if I were in the deep end, I could probably talk myself into being worried about a shark now. Even. Yeah, like it's pretty easy for me to sort of just get the heebie-jeebies well, in water. When I was when I would walk on a pier, I was worried that a shark would well, jump up, bust, bust through the uh, wood, that's just and science. eat me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's happened before. That's from going to Universal Studios. <laughs> By the way, this this just just me or everyone. I just God, how much time must you spend trying not to stand on drain? Plus. It, if the question. monster, if like the monster could get through the drain, you standing on top of it will not help. You're right. Or I mean, it, or you not standing on top of it, you're already dead. If it can get through the no, drain, and it's I, a real monster, many a drain you has would die. A monster. No, you're I would argue that Chris dead. is right it because not, if you're standing directly hold, on top of it, it wouldn't see the light, so it might not know. It wouldn't make a difference even if you there. weren't standing on top of it. The monster, if if it's on a mission to kill you, a drain isn't going to stop it, whether you're stepping on it or not. If you're in that tub, you are done. You're already dead. That's the funniest thing. I just maybe it's not funny. maybe I I'm crazy why. here. I don't stand on the shower drain because I don't want the shower to fill up with water because I'm blocking the drain with my feet. <laughs> That's another crazy. good reason not to stand on the drain. Call me crazy. But how big is your foot? Size thirteen. Whoa. Okay, that is. You mean your heel though? It would Either be your heel. Matt, yeah. are you wearing a, this this belt invention again? Uh, yeah. What's going on? Are you are you thwarting Matt Crack? No. Yes, that we. Matt, did you do an intervention? You mean a no, belt? we didn't. We did not. The other day, we were all standing at home, just like hanging out, and Matt went to pick up his bag and leave, and we all kind of glanced over and we were like, "There's no Matt Crack. Like, what is this?" And we noticed it for the first time in the history of our friendship. He was wearing this new invention that I think is called a belt. This is I'm not every, positive. Every <laughs> waking positive moment of my existence is the fear of a friend pointing out Matt Crack now. Oh, it is no. gone. It is gone from a oh, lifestyle. No. That's, it's gone too far, you it's guys. It was your thing. No, it hasn't. No, that's why. Chris just All reached over and lifted up your shirt to check out your belt. <laughs> not and the is first it there today? <laughs> it's there. Oh. Well, yeah, the I'm last sure it was still there. <laughs> the last belt he was rocking was was mitigating it. Wait. We were very proud of him. We all, we all. Did so that's you, all it took. That's all it took was a belt. Clap? No. Yeah. Did you give him a smoothie? I, uh, <laughs> I tossed a piece of bacon. <laughs> like he was Toby. Um, he caught it. Matt, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. This has turned into such a thing. It's fine. Is it really fine? <laughs> it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's reality. It's reality. Is, is there a Twitter account for Matt Crack yet? I'm oh, sure. God, there is <laughs> now. By the time oh, the show yes. posts. So wait, is it your roommates at home or is it coming at you from all sides? Uh, it's primarily the roommates at home, some of whom I work with, therefore I get it at work. And then lately the girlfriend started chiming in on that one too. So thanks, Gary. <laughs> uh, Gary? Hold on a second. Matt Craig wasn't even coined by me. That's true. I guess the crowd Who coined that. it? Probably the Randy. Crowd yeah, Randy. Wait, and does your girlfriend <laughs> listen to the show? No. But she, she has- was hanging out during she's been hanging out lately. I think she's been overhearing things. Yeah. But she's had to have seen it. 
Oh, yeah, she's seen it many times. Yeah. I just don't think she knew that it had a name. That's that's probably correct. <laughs> but it does. I thought you were going around flaunting it. Can anyone listening tell how uncomfortable I am right now? You're, 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 you're massaging <laughs> your ear. He's no, pulling I'm his like, ear. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. So you decide to get a belt. So then we'll move on. No, the absurdity also- of all of this is that I've worn the same belt for years now. I have one belt and I've worn it every day. The mat crack is uh, is irrelevant. stronger than a belt. It's right. It's stronger than the belt. It just happened to have been a moment when you guys looked especially closely and noticed the belt was on and that it wasn't <laughs> being shown. Everybody gets one. Wait, hold on a second. I feel like now we'll move on. Just I have one last question. Haven't you and I had qu- had like discussions about whether or not you've ever thought about wearing a belt? I'm just trying to appease you, Gary. I it worked. A it worked, but you, now you're claiming you've worn a belt every day for the last year, and we're going to have to talk to the Crocs about that. that you can talk bullshit. to my girlfriend about it. She's seen the belt every day for the last year. There is belt action. <laughs> I feel like that should be totally misconstrued. <laughs> because yeah. your She's girlfriend, seen the belt. You okay? and your girlfriend yeah. have belt action Yikes. every day. I don't know what She's goes not going to see Matt Crack anymore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to earn it. Matt. <laughs> Matt Gifford says, I'm sorry, Matt. Well, I, if I have to apologize for anything, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's, how, that's how you apologize insincerely. That's great. If you were hurt, I'm sorry. No, Matt good. Gifford says, if I look at a security camera when walking past it, I worry that the person monitoring will think I'm up to shenanigans. I have had that concern before, yes. I feel like this is related to a uh, past JMO we've had, which is that when you walk into a bank, you like try to see where the cameras are. To like plan a robbery, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the opposite. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. It's like you'd be accused of robbing the bank. Right. It's sort of like only tangentially like this. When I realized there was a cop behind me, and I wasn't even aware of it, I feel like oh, phew. And I also feel proud of myself for being such a good driver that it wasn't even an issue. Yeah, or exactly. when I go through airport security, I always feel relieved when I make it through, even though of course I would. Right. Totally. You know, I, I get that. See, as, as I've pointed out, like whenever I see a security guard at, at the grocery store, um, you know, I, I look like a hoodlum uh, sometimes when I dress like with, with my hat or my hoodie. And uh, so I always clearly take like the orange and put it in my cart because I feel that he's staring at me. Waiting for you to pickpocket <laughs> yeah. something? And you shout, Although I've never stolen anything. I still feel orange. it's an effort. <laughs> for I have to, orange thief. Yeah. I have to clearly put everything in my cart. Do you put the orange in a plastic bag, then in your cart, or do you just go straight straight to That's the cart? With the of course, I use a plastic bag. Not everyone does. Some people just will just buy bananas, loan bananas. I buy loan bananas. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not even you don't even put it in a bag. You just put the banana in your cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna peel the skin off. No. No. Chris doesn't waste <laughs> any part of the banana. <laughs> no, he's he's saving the, peel. the, like the peels. Bag. I, think okay. the, I don't know why I, I use the bags for all produce. I use the bags for all produce too, but for some reason bananas, bananas. Don't, bananas don't apply. Yeah. Sometimes not tomatoes either. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. You eat the tomato skin. I know, but I wash them. See, oh, I yeah. would go no. I wouldn't necessarily use a bag with a lemon. Never. Yeah. Well, I've no, done the, it, but I wouldn't. Because it's yeah. a similar lemon. size to a lime, and that's just habit for me. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, so in Los Angeles, they don't give plastic bags with your groceries anymore. Right. They charge for bags. But do they still have the plastic produce bags? Yes. Yes, yes. they do. But Are they phasing those out? I don't know. But I because you brought up I, – I don't think so because I don't think – I think those are more no, of a I sanitary. I have to have I tiny totes. I think that's a totes. sanitary thing. <laughs> 
that'd be, have tiny that'd be funny if to somebody put in my big totes. who didn't want to pay for the plastic bag just put all their groceries in those little produce bags. They should. God, I think I really upset Maddie staring at me like I'm an asshole. No, wait, just, I have one. I have one thing yeah. to bring up real fast that I think no is probably intended. similar to what Matt's going to bring up. You probably haven't experienced this because you don't drink, but. Mm-hmm. Matt and I have both been, I think, maybe it was Randy, have both been caught in this ridiculous situation where it's like, do you want a bag? That's 10 cents. No. Well, you can't walk out of here with that alcohol. It has to be in a bag by state law. That is extortion. Really? That was why I was giving that look. I was about to say the same thing. That just happened to me last week. Oh, so you have to bring your own bag? Yeah. Well, I went to like, I went to some just like privately owned market type place. It wasn't like a Ralph's or anything like that. And yeah, I just got like a six pack of beer and exactly what Gary said. You want a bag? No, you need a bag. Then why did you ask me? Oh my That's God. Give me the bag then. My, yeah, my guess illegal. is that is totally bogus. Maybe you had a bag or if you say no, then you have, you have one on you. Yeah. My bag is called the fucking car. That's parked two seconds outside yeah. the door. I'll just hide it. I just hide it in my shirt or something. <laughs> I, I didn't know that you can't, Technically, I didn't know that by, by California state law, you can't walk out of a store with alcohol <laughs> that's not bagged. But I wonder why. But I don't understand how that works. We've walked out of how many places with 30 racks of, of beer that you can't – there's no bag big enough yeah. for. Right. That's BS. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And by the way – I thought it only applied to hard liquor. Maybe that's the case. Whatever. Gary bought me a box of um, Yosicle. Well, they're actually, they're actually called Swirls. I've been calling them Yosicles, but they're Swirls with a Z. Uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I meant aren't to they, email you. They were perfect. Aren't they Yosicle Swirls? Yeah, they're Yosicle. That's, you're, okay. you're right. They're Yosicle Swirls, I think. Yeah, I think right. that's right. Um, yeah, he saw the, the last box at the store that has them with the good mix. They were so good. I'm glad. I, I, I should have taken a – I should have tweeted it. Yeah, I was very okay. tempted. Don't worry about it. But I was going to show just you. Glad they're good. They were. Thank you. You're they welcome. Were delicious. Bradley says, "Just me or everyone? When I make toast in the toaster, I stare at it and try not to blink or flinch when it pops out." No, I I don't make toast in a toaster. I don't make toast. But if I did, I don't eat bread very. I realize this sounds cryptic. I I don't eat bread. I like bread too much, so there's not bread in my house. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, though, but I don't do this toaster thing. But I think it'd be fun. No, I'm I'm the same way. I can't. Well, no, actually, I can't. I can't look at it because I uh, I don't want to get scared. I mean, I, I'm not scared, but I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump, especially when I'm waiting for it. That'll make me jump. Yeah. Same thing with my alarm. If if I wake up one minute before, I, I, I'll turn my alarm off. I don't want to hear it because it, it could go off any second, and I freak out. I get anxiety. With you, you guys. Uh, I've never had the experience of watching, like going out of my way to watch the toaster pop out. It does sound like a pretty amazing challenge. I hope that he rewards himself if he doesn't flinch. With, with toast. With, with toast. With, no, with butter does, on his toast and hot toss cocoa. It. Yeah. No. <laughs> Alan insisted that we buy the toaster that has the countdown. So it, mm. like, oh, when so there's you, a minute left, it counts down from the whole minute. So I'm never surprised. That's brilliant. Where, where does it count down? Like, there's a little screen on the toaster. It's oh, like wow. 10, 9, 8. It's, a, it's That's never. That's fancy. Yeah. I've never even seen a toaster with a, a readout. It's new technology. It's one of those man. things, yeah. It's, it's like, and beyond. They got all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit now. I'm pretty sure that's where we are got you, it. Are you familiar with, I, I guess, uh, Supreme Scream or any of those rides where it goes straight up and you just hear the psh, Yeah. And you're just waiting for this thing to just shoot you, rifle you down back into the ground. All the hydraulics I can't, are great. Yeah, that, <laughs> Matt, Matt loves it. He's, but, um, uh, yeah, it's stuff like that. I, I can't deal with that. Mm-mm. I cannot. 
Nicholas Lee says, I hate feeling like I'm crazy when I swear I feel my phone vibrate or chime and I look and it was nothing. Yes, I, so I get the phantom vibrating phone and I don't even have it in my pocket. I think everybody does. What is that? I mean, is it something that humans have been experiencing forever and only now we associate it with a phone? Is it just some like I sensation? Think so. Could be. be. I think so because it happens to me when I hate my phone is in my hand. And it's like I think that there's just like little weird like feelings you get on your arms and legs and we've just been conditioned to anything that's in this vicinity of my upper thigh is my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Stacy Zondio says, totally fascinated by split ends, especially when there are multiple splits. I was trying to figure this out. Does she mean like when the hair has – it goes – like it's like very frayed at the end? Um, I wouldn't say I'm totally fascinated, but I'm – Sort of fascinated, but I'll give I would it rather... a look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give it a look, but it's not going to take up my morning. Right. Yeah, I get that. I wish I had fewer of them, though. I just to be perfectly Me honest. Too. Paris Paramus says, "Coffee maker craft drips slash streams coffee on the floor without fail." Well, that oh oh every coffee. This is an interesting. Just mirror everyone. I think he's saying. Do you guys agree that every coffee maker or craft drips or streams coffee on the floor without fail? Correct. That's what he's asking. Yeah. Uh, only there, there's a certain the method, cheap ones. I think, yeah. yeah, that you have to pour it with. Every, I, maybe even every coffee maker is different, but you get, there's a trick. Right. You, you can't pour it too fast and everyone – and especially here, everyone's always trying to pour it really fast because everyone's in a hurry and I think that's what, that's what does it. I highly recommend the – K-cup coffee makers because then you don't have that problem at all. They're not super environmental, but they're really convenient. They are. Every coffee maker I've ever dealt with drips, just like this guy's saying, including the new one that we just bought here. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? The old one just stopped working one day? Yeah, it stopped working one morning, which was a horrible morning to come in and all I wanted was coffee and the little – just basically the on, on switch just was lighting up. It was sad. Sounds I played sad. taps and then replaced it. <laughs> Reggae Scott Punk says, just me or everyone, I enjoy wordplay and creating new words. Like Reggae Scott Punk. <laughs> Example, shelfie, taking a picture of yourself while shitting. Oh, I thought a shelfie was like a photo selfie you take. on the shelf. Yeah. Right? No, shitting. So, uh, uh, it's shit and selfie. A shelf. No, I know. I'm saying that's not what I initially thought. Oh, the oh, word. I yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. Taking a I like the wordplay, but the oh, I thought I it was shelfie. Oh, shelfie. I and I thought it was taking a picture of yourself in front of a shelf. Yeah, that's not bad. Or in a shelf. It, 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 so it yeah, feels we like all it needs like... a shelf somewhere. <laughs> yeah, in the it. word shelf is in it. That's the problem, right? But we all like that. We just don't think you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Global says, if I lace up one shoe tighter than the other, I must correct it or feel like I might fall. Yes. I mean, I, I can't – this doesn't happen to me often because I would just correct it fast. I, do your shoelaces constantly untie? Because mine do. Mine do. Got to do the double knot. Double knot. Yep. Mine, mine that's have... usually – that's my go-to after I keep tying yeah. them. <laughs> About five years ago, I got over tying my shoes and tied them all in a fashion where they're slip-on. When you, Every pair. I was just going to say, when you take off your shoes, do you untie them? No. No? Fuck no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to break that habit. I but then when I put them back shoes. on, I have to tie them. I have to untie and yeah. put back on. It's a real pain. So easy to just <laughs> kick them off. I think they, like, they ruin the shoes, too. They, uh, in the skater world, it's called tobak, where uh, I didn't know about this. Yeah. If they're tied, the, the front just lifts up. The toe-bock? Well, yeah, we call it tobak. I don't know why. 
Well, Wait. I say we, but did you just we, identify yourself as a representative for the skating community? The, the skateboarding community calls it Tobak. What's the Bach? I don't know. I don't know. What, that's just that's just like the term. They're okay. just really into classical music. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure I, out. I think, like... it, I think it's B O C K actually. Oh. But yeah, that's when the uh, the front of your toe from from the the shoe being tied sometimes too tight lifts up, and it looks like elf shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was not aware that that's what happens when you tie them too tight. Yeah, that's that's how they get like that. I don't know if you've seen it. But. I, I don't know if I've seen a toe-bocked pair. I'll have to look. I'm sure I have. Are these spe- special skater shoes that we're talking about, though? I think they're just any shoes. Any sh- Every shoe would do it. I, I think I know what you're talking places. about. Yeah. Yeah. I have a quick just me or everyone. Please. Uh, do your family members, your parents in particular, pronounce Chipotle weird? <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about this? We have not. Okay, no. my parents... Have not been together for years. They're divorced. Chipotle wasn't even around when they got divorced. They both pronounced Chipotle Chipotle. Chipotle? <laughs> yes. They take the time. Chipotle. Wow. Why? They don't even talk to each other. They only have seen each other. Doesn't that make you feel like they should get back together? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like maybe they were meant to be and they don't even know it. Independently. I'm going to have to hear Chipotle. my parents say it. My dad says Takia. I'm like, that's not how you say that word, Dad. Is he referring to the alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Like Tequila. <laughs> it's like the opposite of quesadilla. <laughs> I was a, a waiter at El Torito when I was in college, and there was a woman who ordered uh, pico de gaga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was pretty great. Um, speaking of... Chipotle? Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes, you've got it um, correct. <laughs> I want somebody to tweet me if they've ever done this or know anyone who has. I read a thing online that says that certain Chipotles have an item on like their so-called secret menu where they will make you a quesarito, which is a burrito that is wrapped in a quesadilla. It's true. I've never done it, but I know about it, and I have a friend who says there are certain Chipotles that will do it. But other Chipotles will look at you like you're crazy. Ask your friend. Is this this an L.A. friend? Yeah, I can Why don't you just try? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to find a fucking Chipotle that I'm not going to get looked at like a crazy person. I was with him. I'll be devastated if I walk in and go, I want a quesarito. (laughs) And they're like, what are you talking about? I was with him at one where he he got shot down. But then he's like, no, I've done it. I swear. So I'll ask him where it was. It's a thing. It's online. There's YouTube videos. I'm sure they've heard weird things. I feel like... We need to try this, Chris and Matt. Sounds great. You're, you're, bo- you're, you're both invited too, but it, yeah, thanks. Based on the online thing, it looks really gross. A little post. Mm. I want to try skating meal. But wait, <laughs> when he got shot down, what happened? They just were like, "I don't know." What you're talking about? Oh, that's, that's crazy. See, they, I don't know what that means. That bothers me. It says because I feel like they know they're just they just they, don't, don't want to do is it. We don't do that at this one, right? No, they were acting dumb. Like what? You're weird. <laughs> it's like what? Pressing some button. Then they the should table. be like, <laughs> the police later came and executed my friend. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thank you guys so much. Hey, thank you for having us. Thank you, thank you. for being on the show. And thank you guys for listening. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps a quesarito, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. I already told you about our ringtone, um, but another thing that you might want to get if you're a big fan or even just a casual fan who needs some good listening. I think I'm never going to refer to it that way ever again. We have a bonus episode that we recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson, who's hilarious, and Matt Costa, who's a musician. He's hilarious, but he's also a great musician, 
every word that is coming out of my mouth is coming out a little bit wrong and in the wrong order. But just just go with it, you guys. <laughs> Even that. Um, and he played some songs uh, at the show, and it was awesome. And uh, Gary was there, and Matt was there, and Chris was there, and I was there. And the genesis of the butter sandwich debate, if you listen, you can hear that, as well as uh, lots of other things that come up. So basically, if you consider yourself a fan and you haven't heard this episode, you're just lying to yourself. It's It's seminal. It's like saying you're into Sopranos, but not having seen... That one about the woods. What is that episode called? I don't know, but that's one of the only three episodes I have seen. Really? Yeah. Anyone here know what I'm talking about? Gary's going to tell us. And yeah, I, that's a great episode, by the way. The Pines. It's called Pines Barren. Yes. Pines yeah. Barrens, my mistake. Pines Barrens? Pine Barrens. Pine, Pine Barrens. I fucked up the S. <laughs> Pine Barrens. That's not what I thought it was called. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like that. It, this is that one. You can get it uh, by going to the comedy album section of the iTunes store. It is only a dollar ninety nine. Just think, I bet you'd pay that much to get me to stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> what else? Strange to tell you. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A R I Y M B F. You can follow Gary at G Patrick Smith. For Matt, go to ThereWillBeSpoilers dot com. This week there will be Dawson. I know he was recently on your show. I don't want to step on any toes here, but. I'm pretty sure I captured the quintessential Dawson interview. I have not I'm listened very, to this very yet, but I am it. so excited <laughs> to listen to this. Like Matt has been talking about it like this is the second coming of the podcast. It was pretty fun. The quintessential, like more quintessential than what I got? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Let's let, let's, I, let I the listener Based decide. on the description of what I've heard, yes, more quintessential than I what you got. I suspect that you might – because I feel like we got a different side of Dawson, but you might have gotten the quintessential Dawson. Well, here's the thing. I got that's Dawson – That's how it sounds. I got Dawson – in his own environment. You did the show here, right? Yes. I did it after... We did it before work. So we did it before the Adam Carolla show. Matt yeah. did it after the Adam After Carolla the show, show. A few drinks later. It's, oh, yeah. It is, say no more. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. So I encourage you all to listen to it if you like cruel stuff. And uh, Chris? Um, I'd like to plug a two and a half minute song coming up in just a couple minutes. Take a listen. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna. And that maybe was... some Marvel-esque content. You have to listen to find out, motherfucker. <laughs> that was my favorite plug ever. Uh, what? Really quickly, I just want to say thank you to all of you amazing Allison Rosen fans who have been voting for me on that new show, Headline Punchline. I've won three weeks in a row. Ow. And I know it's all because of you. And there's a new episode coming out on Friday. So watch it again and vote again, if you will. You can find it on my Twitter account, at Jenna Kim Jones. Yay, yeah. Thank you guys so much um, for supporting Jenna. That is awesome. So nice. And thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen show.